right, so this is Drive Time Podcast when I'm driving to or from work. Today is an off day for me, so I am not actually driving to work. I think I'm just kind of driving around right now. It's day, uh, Saturday, July 16th, 2022, and we are halfway, halfway. So we're already into the, the second part of uh, July, and we are halfway done with that month, so... You know, we're getting there. So I started to swim here um, in Ocampo uh, probably about two weeks ago. And, you know, the first week was kind of like, okay, ho-hum. The the second time was just a little bit more, okay, what are we doing? Um, The third and fourth time I think I went, it was a little bit more uh, regimented. Like, okay, hey, I'm going to swim for about 20 or 30 minutes. I'm just going to do the bare minimum. And when I mean the bare minimum, I mean I'm still not comfortable swimming. I'm just not. Um, ch- chatted with some of the older ladies there, and you know her thing is, hey, listen, I'm gonna. Uh, she had a whole bunch of different setups, and all of them had different setups. One lady was really focused on breathing, and that's all she did. Another lady was doing backstrokes and front swims, and you know all kinds of different routines. And then there's another lady with a snorkel who just stayed underwater the whole time. That was the lady I talked to. Um, she was like, yeah, the only reason why I have the snorkel simply is because I don't like to try to turn my head and breathe. I had a car accident where my spine was a little messed up and, you know, my neck mobility is not necessarily there anymore. And, um, I completely understand that. I was very, um, I was very intrigued by how open she was. And she's like, Hey, you're, you're not necessarily new to swimming, but I think that you, I can tell that you're trying to do this uh, better, and if you're just working on your form and trying to trying to get that going, you definitely want to get a snorkel so you don't have to worry about the breathing part. You know, if you can if you can focus on uh, not breathing or breathing differently, and you know, then you you're actually worried not worried, but then you actually will focus on the swimming part of it. Um, you know, trying to develop your form, and she was a really nice older older lady, and I was like, you know what, I appreciate it, thank you so much, she goes, yeah, I lost 70 pounds doing this, I've been doing it for the last couple years, and uh, I'm not going to lie to you, I absolutely love it, and I was like, thank you so much, because from somebody who is, you know, a little, I, I haven't ever swam professionally, I know how to swim, it's fun, it's fine, you know, I know how to dive, and, and look for stuff, and whatnot, but as far as learning how to swim, I was never traditionally trained, and um, I just, I always, I always used to, in the pool growing up, uh, my dad used to go to a uh, golf course, and during the time that he would golf for six or seven hours, we'd be swimming for six or seven hours, so, you know, our feet would be uh, moldy, uh, not moldy, but old manish, right? Our hands would be old manish because we'd be in the pool for just so long, you know, just soaking it up. And one of the things I noticed is my hands have not been pruny yet since I've been in the in the water. Um, that was that one time I was in there for maybe about two, two or three hours, and uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting because it hasn't gone to the way I was as a youth. And it's interesting. I, I'm, you know. It's something that I was interested in doing. The next thing that I kind of want to get into is biking. Like I want to have a a bike, a professional bike, um, in in uh, like my parents' house. 
like basically a really nice uh, bike, and then I, I would like to ride the bike and, and start biking. The goal is to try to do a triathlon um, sometime in the beginning of next year. Uh, do like a, a small one where you swim 400 meters, uh, which is one quarter of a mile. And then you run maybe, you know, two and a half miles uh, or, or two or a mile. And then you bike like three miles or five miles or something like that. So basically, your traditional Ironman competition, I think, is a mile swim. Uh... That's the only thing I absolutely hate is getting phone calls. So as you may have been able to tell, got a phone call, had to take it. Uh, my wife... I know we'll get back to triathlons and running and swimming and jumping and all that good stuff in a second. But wife asked me, hey, can you pick up a Bible for Thomas? He is going to uh, a church camp this coming week. And uh, one of the things is that he wants to have his own Bible. I have my own Bible. It's a very beautiful Bible, New King, New King James Version. That was given to me for a friend when I was, um, man, I was 2000. So it's it's an older Bible. It's a uh, it's beautiful. It's got some handwritten notes and and different passages and phrases and different things. And uh, I appreciate that gift more than more than you know. And uh, I appreciate Paul Stiggy for giving me that. Uh, anyway, so I was called and said, "Hey, Daddy, I go by Daddy." <laughs> can you go and uh, buy Thomas a Bible? So I did. I got him a nice Bible ready for his uh, his stuff. I'm going to go home and put uh, more clothes to wash and dry for his adventures this coming week. And we are looking forward to that. So um, one thing that I did want to mention is I, uh, I was talking about the triathlon and the different things. So the traditional triathlon is something like... Um, swimming like a mile and then you'd run like a 5k if not a 10k which is uh, 6.2 miles so a 5k is 5.1 i'm sorry a 5k is 3.1 so together it's 6.2 for a 10k so i've seen a lot of different ones there's like ultra marathons ultra triathlons where you do like a marathon you swim like i guess 10 miles in the water uh, i mean th there's a lot of different variety of distances for these things um and I don't really know what the traditional one is. And then the biking part of it, it ranges. I've seen some races from three miles to five miles to seven miles to 12 miles. So it, it really depends on the length. And the biking, I would assume, is a lot easier. But it's not. <laughs> like, for me, I feel like biking is easy, right? That's, I mean, if you're going to be a runner first, then biking should be not as difficult. But... A lot of people that I've talked to, a lot of people that I've spoken with, they're telling me that biking is is probably one of the more difficult places because you have to legitimately pace yourself. So my my star rating is in running, right? I, I think I'm a better runner than I am a swimmer, and I'm a better swimmer than I am a biker. But that's just because I've, I've really never biked before. And I, I, I've been swimming since, I know we've talked about it, um, since I was a kid. So... It's it's just one of those things, you know? It's just one of those things where I don't really have an idea of what to expect when it comes to biking. I don't really know 
you know, what to really think about. But I can tell you that, um, excuse me, like biking itself, um, is, is a pretty natural skill. I think I can do it. I just don't know how long I can do it for. And that's kind of scary. It's like, yeah, I can do six miles and then you crap out it too. And it's like, man, this is a lot more difficult than I thought, you know, but, uh, you know, I've seen, I've seen people give it their all on a bike. Like there's a 5k race that I ran, uh, in Ocampo not too long ago, probably the end of last year. And they were basically, <laughs> they are basically biking it real easy. I'm over here struggling just to hit pace and stuff. And they were just like, la da 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 da. was a seven year old kid on a bike, just whooping my ass. Like as I'm, as I'm driving down, you know, this thing, <laughs> uh, it was, it was interesting to say the absolute least. So I, um, I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very tentative about this, but the reason, the main reason why I want to get into something like that is because I think it's fascinating, right? Like I said, I feel like I'm a better runner than I am a swimmer and a better swimmer than I am uh, a, a bike rider, but that doesn't mean that those things can't change. They're all athletically fit. They're all things that I can work on. Like just swimming alone, I feel soreness in my arms, my chest, like muscles that I, I knew I had, but haven't worked out in a while. And, you know, baseball had, you know, when I was pitching with the boys and running and throwing with the boys and, uh, I, I could tell that those things were aerobically, um, difficult, right? I mean, I could tell it was, wasn't in the best shape. Um, but I'm working on it. I think that's where the better part of my year is going to be is just working on it. Trying to figure out, experimenting. I'll, I'll swim for a month. I'll, I'll probably bike the next month. You know, maybe come in a couple of times for swim days or whatever. And and then I'll, you know, I'll go ahead and and, uh, and run, start running. And just see where that takes me because I'm pretty confident that just that little routine of swimming, biking, running is enough variety to where I won't get bored. Um, but I need to make a schedule like, Hey, okay, you're going to go to your parents' house and you're going to bike for about 45 minutes and you're going to have, you know, uh, a distance of how long it takes you for 45 minutes a day. Cause in 45 minutes, I should be able to finish a 5k, right? So in 45 minutes, I should be able to finish whatever biking requirement would be a 5k triathlon race right? Whatever piece the 5k is in. So whether it be 10 miles or eight miles or six miles or whatever it is, like I should be able to finish that within 45 minutes of biking. That's my thought process anyway. And then 45 you know, minutes in swimming would be equivalent to, uh, 1800 meters. Now here's the, here's the fun part. I, I started looking up, um, how many miles, how, how, how much does it take to do a mile in the pool? So the pool that I have and the, the Fitbit that I have is set up in yards. So I, it's like the other day at my workout, I did 30 minutes at about 800 yards, 850 yards. That equates to, oh man, you have to put me on the spot now. Um, it was a little over a mile and a half. No, it wasn't even a mile. It was, uh, it was like half a mile maybe, I think. Because the full mile is like, 1800 meters 1800 meters in yards I think is is what it is 400 meters again I, I've got to get the calculations correct obviously I'm speaking out of my ass right now so I really don't know but I did look at it and I found it kind of fascinating but 1800 
yards, I think, is a, a mile in the pool. Metrically? I don't know, because it's like a yard and a meter are just off from each other. So if it's 1,600 meters is a mile, so 1,800 yards is a mile. So I, I think that that's kind of, because it's like, it's like 0.91 blah, 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 blah is the is the piece, right, is the, is the, I guess is the standard, is the bar, or whatever it is, so, um, I found it pretty interesting, <laughs> that that was the, that was the, the setup, but, um, anyway, anyway, triathlon is what I'm looking to do, so right now, I'm just engaging myself, I'm engaging myself in swimming, I'm engaging myself in, uh, running, I will start engaging myself in running, uh, and then I'll start engaging myself in biking. Uh, I'll probably end up adding that. Um, uh, I'll probably start doing that here in a little bit, but uh, you know, within the next couple of months. But it's just trying to get that stuff set up, trying to get those things kind of hammered in. Uh, so right now, my wife is taking photos with her family, her side family. It's not that I was um, purposely not trying to be there. It is one of those things where I had other stuff to do. We have a baseball game we're going to tonight. We also have a, a, a lunch, I guess, lunch party, lunch dinner with some friends of ours. And it's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, we got that going on. We got this going on. We got this going on. And it's, today is a long day, basically. <sighs> but we'll get through it. I'm going to go inside. Get some clothes going, you know, get, get some stuff happening, and then I'm going to uh, come back and change. That way we can go to this party. Uh, after the party, we're going to go to the baseball game. After the baseball game, we're going to go to sleep. I've got to go to work. And then the boys and mommy are dropping Thomas off at church camp. So, you know, the next two days are going to be crazy, to say the absolute least. But it's okay. These are the days, right? These are the days of our lives where we're trying to figure it all out and get it all right. Um, try to do what we can with the time we have, to quote Gandalf the Grey at the time, not the white. But um, <laughs> anyway, one of the things that kind of pissed me off a little bit is <laughs> the idea that we have... I've talked about this before about the family dynamic stuff and I, I don't want to hold my tongue when I start talking about this stuff because I don't, I don't care who, who listens if, if my extended family ever really takes a look at this but or hears it but my brother-in-law's second wife is just a piece of shit person I, I don't know how else to say this you know in the movie The Prince of Egypt, <laughs> Pharaoh, Ramesses, talks about how he is the morning and the evening star. And what he says shall be as written. It's a quote from that movie. My brother-in-law's second wife is, we'll just call her, fuck, I don't know, Sonny. <laughs> Real, real piece of shit. Real piece of work, too. 
I mean, allegedly her background story was I was in love with a guy who was abusive. I got out of that. Hey, I understand that. So husband number one or boyfriend, whatever you want to say, had a kid with with them. Relationship didn't work. I actually think that's definitely 100% legis- like legitimate. Like I, I definitely feel like that happened. Um, you know, and, and at that point, I can be on board with that. Hey, you got to have a bad relationship. Good for you. Good for you. Don't take that shit. Anybody shouldn't take that shit. Had a child out of the relationship. Okay, well, what are you going to do? Well, she gets with a guy, which I believe is the second husband. Um, or second long-term partner, whatever you want to say. Uh, he ends up being gay, allegedly. Ends up being gay, and, uh, you know, they have a child. Uh, the second child, two girls now at this point. And the second guy adopted the first kid. So now you have a family nucleus of, of second husband, uh, two daughters that are his now. Uh, legally, because he adopted the first one, and now that's that's a nice little family. Guy ends up being gay, allegedly, and now it's like, okay, it's just me and the two girls, and I'm like, okay, like I can kind of understand that. Uh, how do you not know he's gay? Like, is this was this a meal ticket that went wrong? I mean, there's a lot of questions there, but you know, whatever. Brother-in-law was married, had a child from the first marriage. Allegedly, she was uh, controlling, manipulative, yada, yada, yada. Uh, my personal, personal looking at it was that my brother-in-law got horny and he wanted to bang other chicks. There was problems in the relationship that he either didn't want to vocalize or couldn't vocalize correctly in the marriage. And whatever personality conflicts were there, they were there. And I don't think that they could ever be resolved. And they separated, got a divorce, separated. And um, it was when the infidelity happened on his part that she pulled the trigger on him. And, you know, there was a custody battle for the child. And I'm not saying my nephew is messed up. I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying that my nephew's priorities are, are really different from somebody who is a little bit more well-adjusted for his age. Um, I have other nephews. I have other cousins that are around the same age, and they don't they don't have that kind of issue that I could see with my nephew. Regardless, their own lives, you know. But as an outside observer, I can speak about this. And I know that you get some kickback. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what's going on. I don't. But you don't really need to know what's going on in depth to see something's wrong or something happening. Well... My grandma and grandpa, by marriage, um, grandpa passed away. Before he passed away, this family started kind of edging in, weaseling the way in. And it wasn't my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law has always been very even keel. He's always been a nice, funny guy. I actually had him as my best man in my wedding. So a lot of the flack that sounds like I'm banging on him, I'm not. I love this guy. He's my guy. And he's always going to be my guy, for good or for ill. I've got personality differences. I've got things that are, you know, issues that I need to work on. The infidelity thing, he was wrong. Can't cheat on your wife. Sorry, man, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. He did it. 
I, I mean, it's not me that needs to forgive. He doesn't need to come to me for forgiveness, nor would he. I don't expect him to. But it was like one of those, whenever the divorce and all this stuff was happening, well, you're siding with her. I was like, dude, I don't have a side. I don't have a side. I, I'm not married to you. I'm not married to her. Well, we're blood. I, I, we're not blood. Like, I married your sister. I didn't marry you. Like, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of parallels here to if me and Lynette ever split up or divorced, like, you would definitely take her side, which I get, but, I mean, there's no loyalty here. You, you're the one who messed up. Regardless, still love him. Still my brother. Um, and we all make mistakes, honestly. That's a big mistake to make. So, Sonny. Sonny came into his life right after. Um, my brother-in-law started going on a tear. Started kind of tearing through the, the place that he works. Um, okay. You know, it's going to be what it is. He's trying to find himself. But he was very focused on creating a life for him and his son. My name. Um, when Sonny moved into the, to the picture, uh, she brightened up a lot of different things and darkened up other priorities. And it was very interesting. I think she's Louisiana Swamp Truck. I say it all the time. I don't want to give a shit. She's manipulative. She's very bossy. She's very, like, it's about me. Drama-filled. And the daughters are drama-filled, too. At least the oldest one was. Uh, the younger one actually is very well-adjusted for some. For somebody going through as many situations and having as many father figures in her life, very well-adjusted. Very sweet. I think it's because the mom had focused so much attention on the older one that the younger one was just kind of left out there to be well-adjusted and to be, you know, the the first daughter was always the one doted on, oh, that's my baby, that's my sweet girl, uh, bullshit, bullshit. And the second one was just kind of in the shadows, which is great for her because I think she's going to go a lot farther than number one um, just because she didn't have the poisoning of, of the mother. But... You know, still, there's some traits there, some things there. It's like, hey, how's it going? And there's a dissolution going on between the Hernandezes and that side of the family. Because as much as it's not our, we don't give a shit, we give a shit. Right? And like, I care enough. And the reason why it affects me is when it affects me. So, what they got going on in their life, that's fine. I don't give a shit. I really don't care. But, our church that me and my wife are married in, our kids cannot go to the daycare that our church is. We go to the church. We got married in this church. But now my kids cannot go to daycare. Because Sonny is the one who runs it. Family politics and family drama aside, like, I mean, that's kind of fucked up. So when they lose us as church members and we go somewhere else and we become... You know, something like that, and we stick it to them. Oh, you could have done that here. I could have. But you have people running the stuff that won't ever acknowledge us, that won't ever give us the, you know, we want to be able to be a part of our church community. Like, we want our children to, to grow in this environment, the same environment my wife grew up in, but it's different with Sonny at the helm there. So, it is what it is. It's a little frustrating because then it's like we have to look for other options simply because you're the person in charge makes no sense makes no sense then you then you start looking at it from another point of view of the family dynamic obviously I've mentioned this they weaseled their way into like grandma and grandpa's good graces and there was upon grandpa's death grandma had decided that um brother-in-law is going to get a big chunk of the inheritance owed I say owed but 
in line for my actual aunts and uncles and different people like that. They're direct children. Let's skip over all them, give it to my grandson, who, for better or for ill, it's just, what the fuck? Like, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. And I think it's simply the, it's simply on what they've been doing. They've been weaseling them way, their ways into the ear. And when they got them in the ear, it's like, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And it's poisoned over the last couple of years. That pissed off everybody in the family. Because it's so unfair. But it's, it's like their justification is, oh, that was their will. That was what they wanted to do. And it's like, no, it's not. It's what y'all want to happen. That y'all have seeped in so they can be influenced. And it's, it's bit really veiled. Again, I don't think it's the birthing wall. I think it's number two, basically. Manipulative. Selfish. Right now, my kids, my four kids, are being hauled over to a cabin that was rented out by said couple to take a photograph at that location that they rented. So... Sonny and, and my brother-in-law go they, they have this cabin that they rent out okay everybody goes there like my sister I mean I'm sorry well it's my sister in law but uh, her family side so she has two children um, my wife which is the four of them go and take pictures with their two children and then the other brood that she had from different men several different men let's just say it like that I mean, if we're not catering to some bullshit lady's ego, I don't know what is. Like, at this point, it's like, well, you just won't have them, you just won't have our kids there. Okay? Go get fucked. We don't care. I, I don't care. I don't care because they're not my kids, okay? I don't give a shit about any of your kids, lady, any of your adopted kids, any of your fucking second-hand kids. I don't give a fuck about any of them. Like, they can all get fucked for all we can. Like, for real. Fucking done with y'all. Fucking done with y'all. I mean, when my kids, when Thomas was like two or three years old, Ben was just barely born, they're babies, they're new. They're malleable, we can go wherever we want. I had two more children behind them. I have four children now, Thomas is eight, Abigail's two. It's our time in the sun to dictate when we can and can't go do stuff. It is. All we have to do is start throwing our weight around, just like they have been throwing their weight around for the last ten years. They had the first grandson in the family. Oh, big whoop. From a lady who's not in the family anymore because brother-in-law cheated on her. Hmm. These are the people we're trying to, you know, work around? Get the fuck out of here with this shit. I, again, I love my brother. I do. I've known him the majority of my life because I've been married to my wife and been dating my wife the majority of my life. So, it makes sense. But, at some point, you gotta grow up, Peter Pan. Fuck. I just... I have no idea. I mean, I have no idea. And again, little interactions like this piss me off. But the grand scheme of things, they're not a part of our lives. We don't want to be a part of their lives. Like, I mean, we just kind of stay back. We're related... My kids are related to them by blood. Some of them by blood. Let's just say that. And... It is what it is. It is what it is. As much as we like, as much as I like my nephews from them, 
one from her and then one from, you know, Delena, I'll say her name. I mean, she was legit cool with me. She's always been legit cool with me. Like, I've never had an issue with her. There's nothing. Oh, she's crazy. Uh, I would be too if you cheated on me. I'm just saying. I legit have sympathy for her and legitimately backing her because you cheated on her. I didn't cheat on her, man. That's not my deal. It's not my deal. I didn't cheat on her. I mean, if you can't understand, and I get that there's other factors, but like I, I, mean, I totally understand there's other factors. She was manipulative. She was a, a, a B, C, D. I get it, allegedly. But everything she's ever done to me as a person, she was always respectful to me. She was always nice to me. She was always uh, nice to me. Like she was always those things. She was never mean to me. She may have been mean to you, and I get it. That's under, I, I understand why you wanted divorce. But you also cheated on her, so I understand why she would want to divorce you. 100%. I mean, I get it. Justifications for all those things. I get it, but I'm not a person that's going to that's gonna change my opinion because you say that that's what it is. It is what it is. I mean, you went over here with you three times over here. I mean, how many, how many guys has she slept with, basically? Oh, it's nothing to do with her sex life. I'm just saying, man. She's got... Two, three different kids with three different guys at this point, just independently looking at it. First relationship, totally understand. Second relationship, guy ends up gay. I mean, what can you do? Third relationship is you. But three kids with three different guys, right? That makes it very difficult for the family dynamic. But then you, two kids from two different people, everybody's a mixed blended family. Just because you couldn't keep your impulses to yourself. And I get it. I understand all the bullshit justifications for why people cheat. Okay, okay. But divorce your wife, then go and start fucking around. I guess that's the point here. I mean, if you want to try to have it both ways, well, then you incur this. The biggest problem is that the kids are going to be kind of fucked up because of all this. And they won't be able to do it again, right? There's no, I'm going to be able to change next time. There's no next time. This is one shot. Watch me die of cancer or something three years down the road and be like, well, fuck. This guy gets to spend the next 30 years fucking up his kids and I couldn't affect the next 30 years of my kid's life and it will fuck them up because I'm not there to help guide them. That's what these podcasts are kind of here for. It's just that if they ever needed some guidance or something, re-listen to what dad said, you know, seven years before he died, three years before he died, whatever it is. That way they can at least hear my opinions on stuff. They may not be right, kids. I get it. They may not be perfect. I get it. But daddy's out here trying. He's trying to do stuff. He's trying to do different things. He's trying to help. I mean, it's... Anyway. So, this has not been drive time. This has been pretty much drive a little bit, lay in bed and talk about this stuff, time. Um, I'm going to continue to try to affect and, and love my family and show them the right things so they don't do the wrong things. And am I going to be... The perfect person? No. Will is not the perfect person. Um, you know, my wife, Lynette, she's not the perfect person. I mean, we're trying to do the best with what we've got. But, I mean, our, our me and Lynette's choices affect the family. They do. They do. They affect the family. But anyway... All right, well, this has been Drive Time. It's a heavy episode, light and heavy. 
still looking to work toward those goals of becoming a little bit more uh, fit. Um, And then we'll see what comes of it. We'll catch you down the road. Have a great day. Goodbye.